Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi folks, welcome to the Game Week 21 preview episode of the 59th Minute FPL Podcast, which is brought to you by Fantasy Football Scout. I'm Mark McGettigan, you'll find me on social media at FPL General. Recording this episode early on Friday morning, I usually wait until the afternoon, but now that they've moved the deadline to this evening, and the fact that there's not as many pressers as usual due to, due to the two-week game week, I wanted to get the podcast out a bit earlier this week to give it a longer shelf life. It's something I might end up doing from now on anyway when it's a Friday deadline. There is a Manchester City presser at 1.30pm UK time, so keep an eye out for that one in particular for an update on the status of Erling Haaland before you make any moves. If you haven't done so already, my thoughts are with those who moved for Bowen and Trent this week at this very difficult time. On Erling Haaland, there was a tweet yesterday, I think it was one of the Sky Sports reporters, was at the Manchester City training ground and said Haaland was not on the grass along with Grealish or Akanji. So let's see if we get any news on that today. The episode today... I won't be doing any team news. Like I said, there's not much information out there anyway this game week. I'll answer listener questions, discuss the captaincy, talk you through my transfer plans and likely team for the game week. Make sure you hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening and leave a five-star review too if you deem it worthy of such a rating, of course. Before I get stuck into the listener questions, a quick Patreon plug. FPL content creation is my full-time job. If you enjoy the podcast... You can check out patreon.com forward slash FPL General, where you'll get extra podcasts, live streams, Q&As, team reveals, and more. Just before the listener questions as well, I want to just read through one of Ben Crellin's latest tweets if you're new to fpl even if you're not new to fpl if you're not following ben krellen on twitter make sure you do so he is the king of predicting what's going to happen in terms of blank game weeks and double game weeks so just to mention this before i go into the questions and keep it in mind the latest information from ben he thinks manchester city versus brentford is approximately 70 percent likely that's seven zero to be a double game week in game week 25. So that's Manchester City and Brentford, possible double game week 25. Also, Liverpool and Luton, 70% likely to be a double game week also in game week 25. So 
in particular Manchester City assets and Liverpool assets you're probably going to want to have them in give me 25 for the double but the caveat to that is Liverpool are likely to have a blank straight after that in game week 26. So Ben says Liverpool versus Luton, 89% likely to be a blank in game week 26. Chelsea versus Tottenham, 70% likely, again that's 7-0, to be a blank in game week 26 as well. So if you've got Chelsea players or if you're thinking about players like Richarlison and stuff like that, that might give you a slight pause on bringing them in now if they might blank in 26. To be honest, I don't think that's an issue with Richarlison because there could be a lot of points before then and I wouldn't avoid a player just because of the possible blank in 26. So if you've been set on Richarlison, if you think he's going to score a lot of points, I would just get him in and figure things out later. And then also Manchester United versus Fulham, 10% likely to be a blank in game week 26 as well. So there's nothing confirmed yet. There's a lot of moving parts. And the main advice this week, if you can, be as patient as you can with your transfers. Ideally, roll a transfer. Very hard to do so when there's lots of injuries out there. But going on, a further tweet from Ben says, In the gap between 21 and 22, the Game Week 26 blanks are very likely to be confirmed. The Game Week 25 double Game Week fixtures are pretty likely to be announced. We'll get much better. We'll get a much better idea of what blank Game Week 29 could look like. And we'll have a better idea of what blank and double gaming 34 and 37 could look like. So a lot of information to be got between game weeks 21 and 22. So if you can put yourself in a position to roll a transfer, that is a good spot to be in. But well done if you can do that with all those flags in our team. So I just want to mention that. Keep all of this in mind when you're making your decisions today. First question from FPL Spoonman. Own Trent, Son and Salah. My bench isn't very strong. Archer, Charlie Taylor and Lascelles. Is it viable to take a minus eight? So you're going to see a lot of hits this week. You're going to see minus fours. You're going to see minus eights. Some people will wildcard. And some teams, the wildcard is justifiable because I've seen a few teams this week that are a total mess. Only six or seven players that you can rely on to start so in that case extreme cases of course you can wildcard this week there is plenty of content creators out there and you know other people who've played the game for a long time who will say keep your wildcard for later keep it for you know using it before the bench boost etc etc but team dependent if your team's a mess if you feel like your wildcard this week will set you up nicely for the rest of the season and get you lots of points over the next three or four game weeks by all means don't be afraid to go and play it um, Spoonman mentioned Charlie Taylor. Frustratingly, Vincent Company didn't give away any team news. He said that the head of, of media at Burnley told them not to give away any team news. So Charlie Taylor owners, unfortunately, don't have any up-to-date information. The question was, Trent, Son and Salah, is a minus eight okay? Um, that's probably one free transfer and two hits. In my case, I don't have Son. But I do have Salah and Trent. I'm planning to sell Salah, which was always my plan this week. But I need to free up funds for Haaland. So it's much easier to do so. Trent, I feel like one of those where it's probably okay to sell. Also okay to keep him. There's quite a gap between the next two game weeks. So there's time for Trent to recover. There is a chance he only misses one Premier League game. Now it's probably more likely to be two. But, you know, when you've got that possible double gaming 25 for Liverpool coming as well, then 
I like the idea of trying to hold on to him rather than having to sell him and then bring him back in. If you sell Trent and Salah, you're probably going to want to get both players back for that double game week. So I'm going to sell Salah. I'm going to keep Trent and hope he recovers quicker than expected. And I think Son is fine to sell as well. So in that case, rather than a minus eight, maybe you take a minus four. You sell Son and Salah and you hold on to Trent a little bit longer. Question from Andrew Sands. I'm rolling my second transfer. I've already done Son to Foden in order to get the additional info requested for Gimme 22. However, I'm only able to field 10 players. Am I doing the right thing? One of them is Archer, so it might be worse than that. Yeah, Archer didn't start the last game, but it was Manchester City, so possibly tactical. I would expect Archer to come back into the team this week, but again, you can't really rely on that. So it could be nine players starting rather than 10. Now, to me, this does feel like a game week where you can play with 10 if you really want the extra transfer when you have the other information. When a lot of other managers can be taking hits anyway, a lot of people are struggling to get 11 players out. It's certainly not the end of the world to just play with 10. And even if it's 9 plus an Archer bench appearance, it's not going to make or break your season. So if you are quite keen to get the information, have two free transfers for Game Week 22, then I think that is absolutely fine if you can't field 11 this week. Question from FPL Yogi. Trent and Bowen's next games are not until January 31st and February 1st, respectively. Is it okay to keep them rather than sell for a minus four? Can field 11 already? So what Yogi says here is, if you take away Gimme 21, the Gimme 22 fixtures are not until the 31st of January and the 1st of February. So I'm quite hopeful that both players can make a quick recovery. And best case scenario, they only miss one league game each. And then they are back available for Game Week 22. And I think both teams, Liverpool and West Ham, have home fixtures in that Game Week. I could be wrong. Maybe they even play each other. I'm trying to think. I think Bowen possibly has Bournemouth off the top of my head. Uh, but again, I need to double check that. Anyway, I think the fixtures are good. Game Week 22 for Trent and Bowen. So I'm going to keep them. I've got bench options I can use. Because I've just wildcarded recently, I've got Malo Gusto. At home to Fulham, and I've got Garnacho who plays Tottenham. So I'm quite happy just to play those guys, stick Trent and Bowen on the bench, and then hopefully they're available in Game Week 22. And if you are in the same scenario as me, if you can get 10 players out, 11 players out, then I think we can keep those guys rather than sell them for minus fours. Question from Ruslan Are you concerned about Salah and Son's prices when selling them? knowing that it will be more expensive to get them back, or at least trickier to get them back. If you were on Salah and Son early, you might have a lot of value tied up. I'm not too concerned. I feel like they're too expensive to keep, because then your starting eleven is you know going up against teams that are worth a lot more for the next couple of weeks, so straight away I think you're up against it. And we don't know how long they're going to be away for. So when there's uncertainty, I think it does make sense just to let them go, bring in players, get the points on the board, and then figure out how to get them back later. And obviously, when you are making transfers over the next few weeks, look ahead and think, how am I going to get Salah back, etc., etc. So 
Son, maybe not as much of a rush to get him back if Tottenham do end up blanking in game week 26. But Salah, you certainly need to keep him in mind, like we're keeping Haaland in mind at the moment. You know, have the cash available or have a straightforward route back to those players. So I'm not concerned about the prices, and hopefully the prices will fall a bit anyway as people sell them. Question from Joe Hanlon Is it better to wildcard and get a full squad or take a minus four to get nine players on the pitch? So Joe is sitting on, it looks like, eight players with no free transfers available. So again, that's another scenario where I think a wildcard makes sense. You know, get yourself a full squad. And I know we're saying there's a lot of information to be got between 21 and 22. We already have a pretty good idea of what's going to happen. We know the teams that have extra fixtures to play and all that kind of stuff. So again, don't be afraid to wildcard. If you're hearing a lot of people saying don't wildcard yet, if it's right for your team, just do it. And, you know, you don't want to end up chasing for the next couple of weeks. Um, sometimes it's just better to get the team the way you want to look, you want it to look, and you can just enjoy the next few game weeks. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure there will be a lot of wild cards active this week. And if I hadn't already wildcarded just a week ago, if I had five, six, seven issues, I would certainly be open to doing so as well. Question from FPL Bafana. Waiting for Haaland is like the Irish play waiting for Godot and the waiting for someone who never arrives. I'm worried this waiting makes my transfers more about saving money to get Haaland back than picking the best player. For example, like going Garnacho over Foden. Is that wise? I do think it is wise for a player like Haaland. It sounds like, I mean, Pep's presser later, we might find out more. Keep that in mind if you're listening to this later. Go back and check what Pep says. It sounds like uh, sounds like Haaland's going to be back sooner rather than later. So I do think you continue to make transfers that make it the easiest way possible to get Haaland back in Game Week 22. I think it's home to Burnley that week, so you're going to want to captain him if he's back and fit. So again, that's influencing my transfers this week. I've got 3.9 in the back in the bank, and I'm going to sell Salah because then I can do a straight swap from any of my three strikers to Haaland in Game Week 22. So if Getting Garnacho over Foden this week means you can get Haaland back for free in Game Week 22. It's frustrating having to get Garnacho over Foden, but I think long-term, structure-wise, you will be better off. Question from All Killer No Filler. Is it De Bruyne and Foden double-up wise? I don't think it is. I think Foden's a fantastic pick. De Bruyne has said himself he doesn't expect to play much in the coming games. Uh, Pep says we can't put too much pressure on De Bruyne's shoulders. It was a very long injury. They're going to be very careful with him. So I just don't think De Bruyne is a pick in FPL. Maybe when it comes to double game week time for Manchester City, we can take a punt. But for now, I think Foden is a much better pick. And I don't like the double up because there are plenty of good options elsewhere at other teams. Who you know will play 90 minutes most weekends. Question from FPL Brooklyn. I've not owned Saka all season. Feels like I've mostly dodged dodged bullets. Imagine if he had taken all those penalties. But I've definitely been justified in recent weeks with the Arsenal attack just not clicking. With Salah and Son gone, is it time to finally buy Saka? Yeah, so obviously a lot of people are shopping for Salah and Son replacements. I already own Saka. If I didn't already own Saka... I would definitely be doing Salah 2 
the Arsenal man. I think Saka is still one of the best picks in the game, not getting a huge amount of FPL points. Recently, Arsenal not scoring too many goals, but that can change very quickly. And there's good fixtures on the horizon, starting with Crystal Palace at home this week. So I would do Salah or Son to Saka in a heartbeat. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Question from Cricket Nick. Can Madison cover Son once he's back? Yeah, important to remember that we are going to have another very good Tottenham midfield option soon. Madison will be back and playing in the near future. And it might be tricky to get Son back later if we own Salah and Haaland. In particular, if we have Trent as well. Probably going to be pretty impossible to get all of those players. So... We've got the comfort blanket of Madison as an alternative to Son when he's back. But again, if they blank in 26, maybe we won't be looking at Tottenham players until game week 27. So absolutely, Madison, I'm not going to say can cover Son. I don't like that word cover, but another very good route into the Tottenham attack if you cannot afford the South Korean. Question from Rich. I have both Trent and Trippier. Which one of the two should I sell ahead of the upcoming game week? And who's the best replacement? Need to downgrade the cash in defence to move for Haaland and keep the funds to get Salah back. So if you're looking to sell Trent or Trippier, just sell the injured player. I think keep it simple. Uh, Trippier, short-term fixtures are not great, but Newcastle have a very nice run. Give me 23, 24 and 25. So Trippier could be quite useful there. You could even use Trippier, give me 23, 24. And then sell them possibly for Trent if funds allow if the double gimme 25 emerges. In terms of replacements for Trent or Trippier if you end up going that way. But I probably would sell Trent. Estupinen, great fixtures for Brighton. Attacking potential always. Pedro Poro I still really like. And I wouldn't let the blank 26 put you off players like Poro or Richarlison. Alfie Doughty at Luton is a very attacking fullback. Very cheap. Helps budget for players like Salah and Haaland later and Luton will have a double game week as well. Arsenal defenders if you don't really have them, Gabriel and Saliba probably the safest and you've got Kyle Walker at Manchester City who's a very good option as well as a steady Eddie. Thank you for the question folks. Moving on to game week 21 captaincy FPL Just Brill said is it better to captain someone in the first round of fixtures rather than the second round given that there are FA Cup replays midweek and training for those teams playing the following weekend instead. On captaincy this week, it's an odd one because we do have games this weekend. And then the other half of the games are the following weekend. So of course things can happen in between. But I would not let that influence your specific captaincy decision. Captain the player in your team who you think scores the most points. Keep it simple. Don't overthink it. What I would say is captaincy and vice-captaincy. I think it does make sense to have a captain and a vice-captain on the two weekends. So let's say you captain Cole Palmer, then 
he plays this weekend, I think it is, and then your vice captain from the second weekend or vice versa, just in case we've had it before, we had it last season, somebody dies and a whole weekend gets wiped out. So that's why I think captain and vice captain in the various weekends makes sense. In terms of who to captain, let's see what Pep says about Haaland. Let's see if there's any team leaks before the deadline about Haaland. Because I think if there was a team leak that suggested Haaland was going to start, that would change a lot of people's plans. And they would probably rip up their transfer plans and get Haaland at all costs and give him the armband. Um, I don't think I'm going to do that. I've got Alvarez, so I'm probably just going to stick with him for another week and then possibly move him to Haaland and give me 22 with a free transfer. So Haaland's only a captaincy option this week if we get a team leak or very positive news from Pep Guardiola. You could captain Alvarez or Foden away to Newcastle. Cole Palmer up there is one of the best captaincy candidates at home to Fulham. I think Sack is up there as one of the best candidates as well at home to Crystal Palace. Odegaard's an option. In my top three of captains this week, I've put Ivan Tony at home to Nottingham Forest. There was a few questions about him. Rare opportunity to get a huge differential captain that very few people will own. He's got a good fixture. He takes penalties. Back with a point to prove. So I like him as a captain this week if you own him. Elsewhere, down the pecking order, Watkins away to Everton. You could go Darwin or Jota if you own them away to Bournemouth. I had Bowen here, but I think the doubts over his fitness are, it's probably not a good idea to go there with the armband. So for me, top three at the moment before Pep's presser is Cole Palmer, Saka and Ivan Tony. I am planning to captain Saka. I just, it's a close call between him and Palmer, but I just find it hard to trust Chelsea as a team overall. I know Arsenal haven't been great either recently, but I really like the fixture at home to Crystal Palace. I've got a lot of faith in Saka. He's got a lot more credit in my FPL bank over the last couple of years. Palmer's still pretty new. So Saka for the armband for me and Palmer will get the vice captaincy. Still could change that before the deadline, but I think I'm going to stick with Saka. In terms of transfers, I've got one free transfer, 3.9 million in the bank. The plan is to sell Salah for Phil Foden. Manchester City, possible double game week on the horizon. Like that over players like Richardson, for example. I was looking at Odegaard as well. I really like him as an option. But Foden, for me, is just playing so well, playing for a better team. He's just on it. And the double game week is obviously a factor. Obviously, I could go cheaper with the salary replacement to make things easier in the future. But I'm not going to worry too much about that. I'll cross those bridges when they come. There's always solutions. There's always way around things. And there's always a wild card available if absolutely necessary. So Salad to Foden is the plan. Then I'll get Haaland back and give me 22. So I'm going to keep Trent, keep Bowen. Speedy recovery to those two lads. And I'll play Gusto and Garnacho this game week. Interestingly, again, this might help just with your decisions. I put a poll on Twitter yesterday asking who is the best Salah replacement. And this obviously works for Son as well. I put three options. Odegaard, Richarlison and Foden. Because those were the three that I were I was considering uh, most strongly. Interestingly, Phil Foden won the vote quite convincingly. So that's a nice bit of confirmation bias for my decision as well. Foden got 49.6%. Richarlison was second. Actually, Richarlison was not second. See the results was second with a huge 25% of the vote. So that tells me a lot of people unsure which midfielder to get and wanted to see what the poll said 
rather than actually making a vote. So 25% said see the results, 16% Richarlison, and Odegaard got just 8.8%. So Foden comes out on top. Foden will be my transfer in, and Foden's probably a pretty decent captaincy candidate this weekend as well. So my team will look like David Raya in goal, a defence of Poro, Estupanan and Malogusto. Please start Malogusto. I know he took a knock midweek, but Pep's, not Pep, Pochettino said it was precautionary. Midfield will be Foden, Saka captain, Palmer and Garnacho. Garnacho making his debut in my team, so hopefully he can do something. Up front, the usual suspects, Solanke, Alvarez and Ollie Watkins. On the bench, there's Ariola. I've got Bell from Luton in the Friday night fixture. I could end up going Bell deep tonight. Trent and Bowen, who obviously unlikely to feature. Ariola versus Raya. Ariola has a good fixture as well, but you know I bought Raya on the wildcard as my set and forget goalkeeper. The only time I'm planning to use Ariola is give me 28 when Raya cannot face Brentford. That's the week where Ariola is at home to Burnley. So that's my lot for the week. Best of luck for the game week, folks, and have a great weekend. I'm not sure yet when the next episode will be, as this game week spans over two weekends, but make sure you hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening so you'll get the notification when the next episode drops. And if you're not interested in the Patreon stuff but you'd like to support me in some way, and get involved in my Discord community, you can simply buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash FPL General. After you do so, I will email you a link to join the Discord server. Talk to you soon, folks. Have a good one. Sports Social Podcast Network.